Hi, friend. Welcome back to the Summit Up podcast, where we bring happiness to the beauty industry. I'm your host, Lake Reed Evans. And are you a service provider who just feels like you are maxed out? Your days are so busy. You have a waiting list. You keep raising your prices, yet that waiting list does not get any shorter. Well, today's episode is for you because today we get to have a conversation with Paige Lowe. Now, Paige is a certified associate trainer for Summit Salon business center. Her salon company, Glam Street Salon, is in Grays Lake, Illinois, and soon to be Paige will be a owner in a Libertyville, Illinois location where she'll be working out of. And she's also, on top of everything, an owner of a small business called Pretty Little Lash. So Paige, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm a really big fan. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Like, how long have you been doing hair, first off? I think I've been doing hair for, I think I was just talking about this the other day, March will be 10 years. That's amazing. So 10 years, that's awesome. So in 10 years, have you been at Glen Street your entire career or have you been around? Okay. Yeah. So I had been at a previous salon for about seven years and then the three years are going to be at Glam Street where I'm at now. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited that your episode is following an episode that we did with Ray where we kind of left off talking about working with associates. So when did you know that you needed to start working with an associate? Number one, I think it was always a goal of mine from when I started because I think that just the whole idea and concept of a training program just amazed me. I knew as soon as I started jumping through the levels, that's something that I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to give it back to someone one day. And I heard this quote before that nothing is truly yours until you give it away. So I loved that. And I've just stuck by that my whole career. And I wanted to give my guests more. I wanted to give them more of a customized experience. And I wanted to spend more time with them. And I realized that over the years that I was growing, my time with them was less and less that I would like to spend. So having an associate gave them a better guest experience and I was able to spend so much more time with them. That's awesome because I think that any service provider who is experiencing all the things I mentioned at the top of the episode, which is the sense of burnout or your waiting list isn't getting shorter no matter how much you raise your prices. (laughs) And I, I remember the first time I took the associate program class and hearing you can only make so much money with your two hands. So you have to add extra hands to it. What was like the beginning parts of adding an associate and adding extra hands to your day like? At first, I'm not even going to lie. It was hard. I think it, it looked a little rough at first because I was young. I started training six years ago. I'm 28 right now. Mm. And I was very close in age to some of the people who I was training. So, um, you know, there's that boundary, that line of friendship and making sure that everyone was professional at the same time. Finding my way was a little difficult in the beginning, but really bringing it back to the guests and bringing structure and remembering that I was always going to give that guest experience to them and showing it to my associates. And I think that it was actually easier having that second set of hands when I hired my second associate at once. You touched on two things that I don't want us to skip over. First of all, you started training six years ago, you said? So that means just four years, a little under four years into the industry, you started taking an associate. That means you jumped levels super fast. Like, Like, what was that process like for you? 
I jumped all four levels in a year. So I did one through four in a year. And then after that, the rest of the three years was really me working on myself. Um, My my numbers might have been there, but I think that you have to have a certain level of personal growth to start giving back and training someone. And a lot of accountability, even within yourself, even making sure that do you feel like you're ready to have a carbon copy of yourself in the salon and the things that you don't like about yourself or the things that you don't do, guess what? Your associate's not going to do it too. Yeah. You're touching on something too that uh, is mind blowing because I think that it's a phenomenon that we're starting to see more and more due to social media, which is people jumping levels really quickly. I, went through a similar experience, not quite that fast, but I remember going through that. And when you're growing that quickly, because you're just generating referrals like crazy, it didn't matter if you lost people as you were jumping, because I can imagine going from, I don't know what your prices are, but like going from a $50 haircut to a $70 haircut in less than a year, like that can stretch a lot of people's budget. So you're going to lose people. But did you even notice because of how many referrals you were generating? I really didn't. I didn't notice that I lost a lot of people. Um, That was also when social media really started becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a thing beforehand. People would just bring in their little Jennifer Aniston magazine (laughs) picture and the Kelly Clarkson highlights. But that was when social media really started becoming a thing. And I really wanted to kind of monetize that Mm -hmm. and be able to take pictures and post it. And I think that's what grew my success too with getting referrals in was being able to start getting on that and posting and before and after photos. Facebook was huge. Instagram wasn't very big yet. Facebook was where everyone connected. And I made sure to consistently post every single day, post my pictures, even just shouting out and saying, hey, I'm a stylist now. Come and see me. I would love to take care of you. I would message them on Facebook and say, hey, I want to do this to your hair. Would you let me do it? And people said yes, and they were people who I've known before. That's so cool. I love that. I want to circle back to when you're jumping really quickly and the focus on personal growth and development. I'm interested to know what your experience is like, because I remember what mine was like socially around the salon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. I I know that is a a knowing laugh. That is a knowing laugh. I feel like I know. And the reason why I I want to talk about it is because... What you and I went through, and yours is even more heightened, is jumping that quickly. It can sometimes be alienating. And sometimes it's self-alienation, but then there's also sometimes dealing with your peers and their behaviors. Is that something you experienced? And if so, like what, yes. what advice do you have navigating it? There's a few things that I want to talk about in relation to that. I think that... Yes, it can be very alienating when you're jumping really quickly because there's people who have been in the industry for 10 years already and they're not where you're at Mm -hmm. and you're growing very quickly. There can be some bitterness attached to that from them. And that's not necessarily that they don't like you. It's more of a self-projection and they don't like themselves and they're not happy where they're at. All of these girls are young men and women who are jumping so quickly through the salon systems. Don't let anyone tell you what you can't do and don't let anyone make you feel something that you cannot do. 
I think that some of the people who did have that bitterness towards me, it's really funny. I still work with them now and they've definitely come around and they they themselves are now associate educators in our company and they ask me for advice all the time now Mm -hmm. and we're very good friends and it can be self-alienating at times like going back through that when it's happening and it makes you almost feel like you don't want to raise your hand in a class you don't want to be that person that steps forward and you're afraid that people are going to think oh well that's that's Paige. she's the know-it-all mm-hmm. right or wants to do something it's honestly just because blake you and i really wanted to get everything we could all the information all the education because we were truly passionate about it yeah Yeah. And I think that a lot of people mistake that enthusiasm for ego. And I know for sure there was elements of ego. I mean, we were in our early 20s when all that was happening. So I'm sure Mm -hmm. there was. But I know that feeling too, which is you're trying to make yourself smaller to make other people feel comfortable. Um, So I like that you talked about that because I remember... I had a tough time at one point and Joanne Powers, who's our very first episode on this podcast, she sat me down and she was like, just give it time. She was like, I promise you in a year, it'll be better. And in three years, it'll be 10,000 times better than that. And it Mm -hmm. really held me through because I remember like level three timeframe, almost level four, like I'm just leaving. I feel I feel alone. I don't want to. I don't want to do this. And there's those conversations that made me hold on. So I hope that this helps someone hold on a little bit longer. Because you know, then these people become your biggest, your best friends in in the industry. Truly, you keep holding on because you don't know your own potential yet. Keep going. Yeah, I think it's incredible. Now, when you talk about to your personal development and making sure that you're ready to take on an associate, because it's one thing to need an assistant, and it's a completely different thing than actually needing an associate, which is adding someone to your team to do hair. So talk about like the personal development, like what are some things that you needed to get right before you could take someone on? I needed to make sure, number one, I was doing all of the things in the salon that I wanted someone else to be doing. And if I wasn't doing it myself, then who am I to tell someone to do it as well? If I wasn't the one who was helping out, if I wasn't the one that was cleaning at the end of the night, if I wasn't the one that was helping fold towels or foils, whatever that looked like, I wanted to make sure that I was who I am and wanted to make sure that whoever I was training and bringing on into the team was a reflection of that. And I think that Even me, myself, like you said, we were young. We were in that me, me, me phase. Mm -hmm. We were young and we were making good money. So (laughs) we were excited about it. You get to that point where it's no longer about you. And I think I've had some humbling experiences in the beginning where maybe my associate resented me in the beginning versus my associates now who are so loving and they're captivating and they're performing everything the way that we would want them to but it's because the love and respect is behind it in my way toward them yeah yeah and I almost feel like the first time I took an associate I was very like robotic in my approach because I was I'm such a rule follower when it comes to stuff like that like I was like, this is what Heather and Nicole said to do. So I'm going to do, I mean, just by the book. And I think I lost the emotional part of having an associate, which is like making sure that I'm there for them emotionally. I was like, nope, they are good at 
great retouches. They are good at foiling. They are good. At, <laughs> their numbers are good. They are ready to go on the foil. I had that approach. And now I realize it's so much more, it's so much more emotion involved in developing people to become level one ready. You're their mentor. You're yeah. not only a coach, you're a mentor. And we have to know when to wear each hat with whatever the associate's going through. Yeah. It's easy to get the two confused, coaching versus mentoring somebody. Because, like, I coach a lot of people in our salon, but there's very few people actually, like, mentor. And a mentor is, like, that deep relationship. I want to take a second to really create a definition about an associate versus an assistant. Because a lot of people think that the word associate is just Summit saying, this is a fancy word for an assistant, but they are so much more than someone sweeping around the salon. Can you help us define like what the difference between those two things are? Yes. <laughs> I love when people ask me this. Because an associate is an associate. It's not an assistant. It's not an apprentice. Your little helper. Your little helper. <laughs> or Nicole says human hair clip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> they are your partner. Yeah. They are your partner in the salon. I t always tell my associate, I'm 50% responsible for the outcome of today and you're 50% responsible for the outcome today. If we're going to have a good day, a great day, bad day, mm. it's all depending on us. It's not just me anymore. They're not my guests. They're our guests. Yeah. And that's that was something in the beginning that was very powerful to me to switch my verbiage and the way that I talk and speak about it. If you speak highly of your associate versus an assistant, if you include them, if you hype them up, we are their biggest hype men, right? So your guest will also respect them in the same way. Yeah. If you want your guests to feel that respect that connection that saying yes to them with everything that you offer you have to be that respect for them too the guest has to see that you're doing that mm -hmm. with your associate i love that you touch on that too because it's I, yeah. and I, one of my associates pammy who she's doing amazing right now she would always say your next guest is here your next and i was like our pammy our we're doing this together I'm pretty sure you just foiled more than I did. Like, <laughs> our <laughs> guest. And I, I think that's huge. And I also think, too, once personally I wrap my head around that, too, that it's our, we're doing everything together and everything changed in my approach to them, too, versus being like, I'm teaching them everything. These mm -hmm. people coming out of school, they're so well-educated because it's TikTok and YouTube has really fueled their education on top of really good, amazing hair schools like Summit Salon Academy. They know how to do good hair coming out of school. A lot of people do. Letting them be a part of the team, I think, is major. Yeah. When I hire someone and I bring them on, I make sure that I, in my own head, realize and understand that this is a human who has a skill set already mm -hmm. when they come into the salon. They're not naive of everything, but I make sure to touch on everything when we hire them on. And anything that they are good at, I make sure I let them know immediately. I remember one of my previous associates, her name is Vanessa. She just graduated. Woohoo! level one on the floor she was phenomenal at eyebrow waxing she was just the brow girl yeah. and as soon as i saw her doing brows i was like yes you're a phenomenal brow waxer and she just carried that confidence with her throughout anything that she did with servicing with retailing with anything now yeah. but if we as an educator aren't paying attention to the things that we want our associates to be aware of then they're never going to feel like that. Mm. Their confidence is sometimes built within the confidence that we give them.
Yeah, I, I think that's incredible. Now that you have talked about having one associate, when did you decide to introduce a second associate? I think when I realized that the guest experience wasn't at the level that I wanted it to be at again. So you grow, right? You grow to a point and then you need an associate and then you realize, okay, I want my guest experience to be even better. Let's hire one associate. And then you get super busy and you're back to back to back (laughs) slammed and you're adding on all of these services. And over the years, the services have gotten more extensive more root melting, more glazing, more just bigger ticketed services. And I realized I didn't have the time to do everything with only one associate. Uh-huh. And now three associates I work with behind the chair. So it's it just has been growing. And the more services, the more things that we offer, the more we're going to need another set of hands to make that guest experience perfect. That's incredible. And whenever you added the second associate, did you go through the same type of second and third, I'm sure it's once you add two and three, it's probably the same vibes every round. But when you added them, did you have a weird pushback from your guests, kind of like you do whenever you first add an associate? I think they were already so accustomed to it. And they've seen a lot of shadows throughout the salon. They've seen a lot of uninviting happening. Mm -hmm. So and it's not something that's uncommon. And for anyone out there who is struggling with uninviting an associate. It's very common. Don't worry. We're always hiring. Um, Can I play the role of negative Nancy when it comes to having an associate? Because I want to dispel any of the limiting beliefs that people have around having an associate. Okay, so first thing I hear often is, but they're my clients and they want me to do it my way. I feel like I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. (laughs) I would say, do they truly feel like you're their own person too? Are you just deciding that for them that they don't want this? Or are you limiting them by having an experience that they've never experienced before? I think that they're limiting their mindset, which in return is not giving their best guest experience to their guest. I'm so busy. I just, I don't have time to educate these young kids. I just don't have time. Well, first off, I would say, can I look at your schedule? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'll show you mine. But I think that when we get caught up with being busy, it's so easy to get caught up in the busy and thinking that we don't have time for anything. But what I've learned over the years with having more and more associates is we only know what we can handle once we've had it. Once we've experienced it, we only know what we can handle. Mm -hmm. We feel like there's a ceiling and there's a roof, but guess what? You're going to bust through it. You're going to break through it. You're going to realize that you can handle more than what you think if you just try. I just, I think having an associate would just be so expensive. I just don't know if I can afford it. Let me tell you that on average, when an educator brings an associate into the salon within their first year, it's about a 20 to 30,000 increase on your W-2. And this is coming from someone who has, let me check my notes, a $201,000 W-2. So I think that we can trust what they just said. (laughs) What are some other ones that you come up against? What I hear is, what if they're not doing it like me? Yeah. What if they're not cleansing like me? They're not blow drying that, that fringe like me? And I said, it's all in the prep. 
Did you prep your associate in the right way to be able to have that earned right to touch them? Mm -hmm. So anytime that I ever do anything with my associate, I make sure that when I want them to do something a specific way, I don't assume that just by watching me visually that they understand how to do it. You can't assume that. They only know what they know. You have to make sure that you're going step by step walking through. I just hired a new associate a week ago, and we're still in the process of being able to give a really good blow dry because she went to school in that time frame of COVID, Mm. and they didn't have a lot of one-on-one experience in school. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like their experience is one specific texture, and it's whatever mannequin they have (laughs) at school. Yes. Or their own hair, if they have longer hair to do. Another one that I hear a lot is, what if my associate makes a mistake? Anytime an associate makes a mistake, it's so easy to point the finger at them and say it's their fault, right? That is something that I've learned over the years is that finger should be pointing right at me. It is my fault. It's never the associate's fault. It's always the educator's fault when something goes wrong. We're in control of the day. And if something ever does go wrong, I'll give you an instance. This one time I hired a new associate and I'm always very good at prepping my associates on what to say. This time, Paige forgot, did not. So the associate came over. I had asked her to go mix up a formula. She came back and said, hey, we're actually out of that in front of the guest. I let her know, oh, you just don't know where it's at. You know what? Let me go show you where we keep the backstock. That associate was not in the wrong. I was in the wrong for not prepping them and making sure that they understood what to say and what not to say. So politely, I apologized to her and I said, I'm so sorry for not prepping you what we do when that situation occurs. Yeah, I think that's a huge one. I think is it's a lot of the time it's not even um, technical, it's social. <laughs> like the stuff, yes. the, what they say and sometimes how they say it. Exactly. One thing that I've learned to try to say to associates really early on is don't be afraid to make a mistake. Do not be afraid to make a mistake. I'd rather you do it and have the learn because I know that I've been doing this long enough that I know how to fix most things. God bless the 10 minute color from Color Gels from Redken. Cause like you missed a spot, who cares? It's easy. I had an associate like miss the front of someone's hairline and their intentions were so pure. They're like, I didn't want their hair to break off. And I was like, I totally understand. By the way, I wouldn't give a formula and tell you to apply it to someone's regrowth if it was going to break someone's hair. So it's like helping mm-hmm. them develop the trust with me as well. And the fix was, 10 minutes, I took base breaker to the hairline and it fixed it. You learn these little tricks to help adjust. And then sometimes things do go wrong. But I don't know about you, Paige, but I still make mistakes personally. So of course, someone new to the industry is going to make mistakes too. All the time. Yeah, we're human. We're not machines. And that's the thing too, like you said, is a mistake that's going to happen throughout the day something that you've never faced, something that you've never encountered. Something that an associate would make as a mistake is that something that we are knowledgeable to be able to correct it in the moment. And sometimes that's where the learning happens. I think it's such an exciting thing because sometimes they do things that I would have never, ever done. And then now I have a deeper understanding of the technical skills. So then I've also learned from their mistake, but I think it's all an opportunity to learn. Absolutely. So before we wrap up, I see that you own, on top of everything, a lash company called Pretty Little Lash. Let's talk about it. Yes. 
It started out as a board hobby in quarantine because we were out for three months. Yeah. So I love eyelashes. I wear them every single day and I wanted to create my own brand. I wanted to create something that was fun that I could have in the salon and have my guests have, they always ask me about my lashes. So I would love to have different types of lashes to recommend for their Mm. different eye shapes. So I wanted to get lashes that were customized to much different eye shapes, not just like the standard that you see like in a cosmetics Mm. area in the makeup store. So that was really fun and just being able to brand something, being able to put it together and figure out how everything works. And now we have them available for purchase in the salon and online. I, th- I think mm-hmm. that's, it's great. So you have so many different things that you can offer people that want to have an associate. So what kind of training can people get from you? Can you come to them? Can we hang out on Zoom? What are some of the options that we have? We can definitely hang out on Zoom for people who might be just starting out or just kind of like understanding the concept of associate educating. I would make sure that they take the associate program with Nicole or Heather first in the beginning, and then I'm the next step. I'm the next step after understanding the associate program intro. I am going into salons and helping them implement the process. And making sure that any questions further that they have, I'm there to kind of dive deeper into the knowledge of how do you physically do this? Like we we get the metaphorical side. So how do you actually put like everything together? So I'm there to make sure that they're consistently growing their program and understanding if there's a speed bump or a roadblock in the way how to overcome that. Can you teach people how to book on the 45 and the 30? Absolutely. That's one of my classes that I do. You can hang out with me on Zoom or you can have me in your salon as an all-day class. And we talk about like the metaphorical side and the mindset in the beginning of the day. And in the afternoon, we talk about the actual putting it into place now. And we have a guest experience going on where we role play with associate and educator. I think that's probably the best thing that people can do. And by the way, I'm booking on the 45 means they have a new guest walking in every 45 minutes. No finish time. So you have 45 minutes for Susie from 9 no to 9.45. Then from 9.45 to 10.30, you'll have a second guest. And then you'll have a third guest at 10.30. And you keep going with no finish time. So you can fit more people in. And I promise you it works. And whatever page will come and tell you what to do, it freaking works. I don't know how it works sometimes in some days when <laughs> I'm working. But it always <laughs> yeah. works out. I... It's crazy. It's like magic sometimes. So the first step is take the associate program class. You can get it on online or you can see it in a market near you. And you can just check summitsalon.com for that. Then you can get coaching. You can do Zoom. Or if you have a bigger team of people, you can go to them as well. Um, what if you're an independent stylist? Can you work with them as well in terms of working with an associate? Like on Zoom? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people were independent stylists who are now get, getting that bridge crossover to a mm-hmm. salon company. And now they're starting to hire their commissioned stylists, which are really cool. So they're starting out as that suite and then they're actually transitioning into a salon company now in commissioned stylists. Amazing. What does happiness mean to you? I think... Happiness to me means balance. 
I think balancing the time that I spend with my loved ones and them also supporting me with all of the continued growth that I want to do in the industry that we work in and knowing that I can still have this amazing life and love with my husband, with my family. And at the same time, I know that I'm supported on the other end to go and pursue my dreams and to follow everything that I want to be able to create for other people, for my associates, for my guests. So I think it's balance. And where can we connect with you if someone wants to reach out? They can connect with me on Instagram. So it's page underscore Glam Street Salon. And then you can also email me. And my email is plow at summitsalon.com. And we'll have that linked in the show notes as well. Paige, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate being here. Sum It Up is produced by Andrew Moraskin. The executive editor is Tim Fisk, and I'm Blake Reed Evans. Now, if you like what you heard, the best way to show your support is to share this podcast with a friend or a coworker. We would be honored if you left a rating and review for us on Apple Podcasts. And if you're a Spotify user, you can rate us on there too. If you're looking for more opportunities to grow and connect with Summit Salon Business Center, our new online community is set up and running. Summit Community is a place where salon company leaders can come together and shape the future of our industry. Go to summitsalon.com and click on Join Community to learn more. As always, you can always follow Summit on Instagram and TikTok at Summit Salon. You and I can connect on Instagram and TikTok as well at Blake Reed Evans. My DMs are always open. Be well, friend, and we'll talk soon.